For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchie as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Poimen Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. This morning, please do so. Welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you have chosen us and caused us to come into your presence this morning. We ask that you will have your way. We ask that you will speak to us. We ask that you will fill our hearts. Let us not leave here the same as we have come in. But let your word and your presence be with us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Be seated, everybody. I'm sure you all have a seat. Wow. All right. It is still a beautiful morning. And I believe that we are happy to be here. I feel like I'm too busy, so I don't know what it is. All right. Well, this is an International Mission Sunday. And what it means is that we are celebrating our diversity as a people from different nations. And we are reminding ourselves as a church that the core or the function or the duty of the church is to reach out to people in the world. All right. You are changing my sound. I don't know. By now, you should be used to how I want my sound to be. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Those of you at the back, I don't know why you have lined up Cynthia uh, Dominic, um, Jacinta, you perpetually like the corner, 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 corner. Uh, come forward, come forward. Cynthia, two, uh, you want air? Oh, don't worry, you won't die. You won't die. You want to sit by the window. Some people want air. They want to sit by the window. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Now, so I was saying that we are celebrating our diversity as a people from different backgrounds. And it's a beautiful thing to have a church where people from different nations come together to serve God. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's also a beautiful thing to have a church that sends people to different nations across the world. 
It's a blessing. And we celebrate the father and the founder for his consistency, for his commitment to the Great Commission. Yeah. Yeah. It's a blessing, I tell you. This morning, I'm going to share something that I know will be a blessing to all of us, especially me. Luke chapter 18 and verse 19. Luke 18 and verse 19. Many people don't have Bibles. They call themselves Christians. You have phones that you don't even have Bibles on it. You have social media uh, handles. All of them. Some of them, you don't even use them. You have many apps you don't use. They are on your phone. The one that is relevant to your life, you have not even considered it worth uh, having, which is the Bible. Look. Okay, whose phone is that? Who is calling you around this time in church? Silence your phone. Yeah. Learn to be serious when you are in church. One day I'll buy a jammer. When you enter the church with your phone, your phone will not work. Yeah, it's possible. All signals will be blocked. Yeah. Some of you are too stubborn. You don't respect the presence of God. You have to be serious. All right. Turn your phones off. Silence it. Beautiful. Luke chapter 18. Is it verse 19? All right. I'm still sharing about how to... uh, How do you see it? How to honor your prophet. All right. Luke 18, 19. Is that where you, say you are? Huh? Sorry, Luke 16, 19. Uh-huh. 16 and 19. Pardon me. I'm sorry. I realize that you are at a different place. 16 verse 19. Okay, that's the word of God. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. Verse 20. And there was a certain beggar Named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate. He, he, he was always at the gate of the rich man, full of sores. And desiring, desiring didn't mean that he had it, to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. And moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died 
and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes. That's a rich man. Being in torments. I mean, one torment is enough. But to have a litany of it is something wonderful, something good. (laughs) And seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. And likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he's comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us. That would come from where you are. From thence. Then he said. I pray thee therefore father. That thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham. But if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. This is the word of God. Let those who have ears let them hear what the Spirit saith. When you read the Bible without anybody saying anything, sometimes you can become afraid. Sometimes questions will be generated. That's how we respond <coughs> to the Word of God. Now, this is not a parable, it's a real account that Jesus gave 
about heaven, about hell, about life on earth, choices, and the consequences. We are all confronted with the same things. Now, here Jesus tells us of a story of a rich man. The Bible says that he was clothed in fine purple linen. He dressed good. He fed sumptuously. He knew how to live large. He ate well. I'm telling you, he lived good. Then there was a beggar. A beggar. And the beggar's name is Lazarus. But the rich man, his name is not important. As far as Jesus is concerned, the people who are his own are the ones who matter. So he mentioned the name of the poor man. Lazarus. Who was full of sores. Maybe he had diabetes. Or he had all types of cancers and ulcers, brutally ulcers, lacerations on the body. And he was begging and hungry and he was desiring to get the crumbs. Desiring means that he was not even getting it. The Bible didn't say he was feeding off the crumbs. He was desiring. They, they didn't res- regard and respect him. They were wicked. To the extent that because of his weakness, when dogs come to lick the sore or the sores, he can't even drive them out. out. Okay. There's no strength. Some time ago, I watched a documentary about um, some children in Eritrea who had been starved because of wars, deprived, deprived of food. Their mothers were hungry and lean, and their children were leaner. And the children, some of them, they, there was a, an aid group that had gone to give them food. And some of them were so weak that even they, they couldn't open their mouth for the food to be put into their mouth to chew. When they force the food into their mouth, they can't chew. So they have to grind or make everything into liquid and force it into the and when the mothers are feeding the children flies, I mean the flies. Yeah, that's how miserable. And that was Lazarus. Dejected. Nobody cared. But the Bible says that the rich man died. And Lazarus also died. You see, which is a fact of life. As long as you live, you will die. Whatever has a beginning has an end. As long as you have a date of birth, you will have a date of death. Yeah. You have a birth certificate. One day somebody will be holding your death certificate. 
when birth certificates are, 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 are signed, the children can't hold it. They don't even know what it is. That's when you die, you don't know you do, what, what is death certificate. It means nothing. Yeah. So, these two people suffered a natural fate, which is the end of all matter. But when the rich man opened his eye, he was in torment. He found himself in a place where he was tormented. And he was in flames. And he was thirsty. And when he lifted his eye, God opened his eye to see Abraham. And he saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. It means in Abraham's boulevard. Abraham's estate. In the yard. In the compound of Abraham. That's how Gambians say it. This is my compound. Yeah. Then he realized that Lazarus was looking good. And he remembered him. So he said, Father Abraham, ask Lazarus to dip his finger in water. To drop it just to cool my tongue. Because I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Then Abraham said, wow, where you are and where we are, the fact that you are seeing me doesn't mean you can cross. There is a great gulf that is fixed to the extent that nobody crosses from where you are to where I am. And nobody crosses from where we are to where you are. Yeah. So the guy realized that his end has come. But being tormented and seeing the nature of what he was going through, he said, Abraham, then send Lazarus because I have five brothers who are like me. They didn't know how things will end. And they have been chilling like the way I was chilling and living on earth. And if, if I look at what has happened to me, this is where they are also coming. In, in fact, I don't want them to come here. I love them. So, go let Lazarus go and tell them so that they will live well and know the truth so that when they also die, they won't come to where I am. Then Abraham responded and said, they don't need Lazarus. They have Moses. And they have the prophets, which is their law, 
Jesus said, the law came by Moses. That reference is to emphasize the fact that they have the law. They have the word. They have the Bible. They have the written word. They have the laws. And if they don't even understand it, they have prophets, human beings, pastors, prophets, shepherds, teachers of the word that God has given to them. They should hear them. That's all. Then the guy said, ah, because he remembered that when he was living, he didn't like the word. Well, who is Moses? He didn't like any prophet. He didn't respect any teacher, any pastor. And his people, they won't listen to these people. So let somebody who is from here, who has died, who is suffering, let him go and tell them how it is here. They will believe because my people, they don't believe things. They don't like God. They don't believe in things. Then Abraham said, if they don't hear or listen to Moses, the law, the teachings, the word of God, and they don't listen to the prophets. If a ghost appears, somebody who has died appears to them and tells them, they will still not believe. Yeah. You see, this is how we are as human beings on earth. How do you honor somebody God sent into your life? If you understand this story, something in your life will change from today. You see, when we are growing up, a a natural father or mother makes investment in our lives for the future. And that investment is to put you in school, to give you education, provide for your needs, give you uh, shelter, give you food, give you clothing, the basic things. So that one day, when you also grow, you can also become responsible. So it has become like the pattern of life And for many people on earth, they feel that the end of everybody is to be successful. Do you understand? And parents, no parent feels sad when their children do well. Financially, academically, whatever. If your child passes exams, you you, you are happy. If they start failing, you become worried. Yeah. If they behave well, you are happy. If they don't behave well, you become worried. Because you are thinking about their future. 
you are laying a foundation for them for the years ahead. And oftentimes, these manifestation of care and love and attention doesn't have the component, component of God. Do you understand? Now, what many people, if you have parents who say they are Christians, what they do is they take you to church because you know that if you are living, you say it's good to be uh, a believer, it's, it's, it's good to go to church, it's good to pay your offerings, it's good to uh, uh, give tithe, it's good to uh, pray, it's good to uh, worship, it's good to do confirmation, baptize, all these things, yeah. And as we are growing and we are encountering people and we are being exposed to life, we encounter people who are also earthly minded. So sometimes you can grow and the, the only motivation and the thing that stirs you up is a strong desire to be successful. And so sometimes many people are depressed when they don't have things. And it makes the world feel that what is very important on earth is to, yeah. That's why some people, many people pay a price to be famous, to be prosperous. Because it's like, this is, this is all that matters in life. That is not all that matters. When you live your years and you don't encounter somebody who is God sent, who understands the end of man, you will never appreciate how to live your life and make sacrifices and choices with your time, with your body, with your intellect, with everything that you have for God. And sometimes when you encounter people who are like that, there are people who tell you that don't allow such people to influence you. Because they, they, they are selfish. They want to take advantage of you. They want to indoctrinate you. They want to take away your vision. They want to limit you. They are just crooks and they, all kinds of tags. So such people never appeal to you. That's why you see naturally, some, many of you call yourself Christians. The Bible doesn't mean anything to you. You see, Adam, uh, Abraham said... They have Moses. So what it meant was that the time Jesus was, uh, the story Jesus told, it happened years when Moses was around and other prophets. Came. Because Abraham was situating the, 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 the uh, explanation in a time. Even though in heaven there is nothing like time. Yeah, in the days of Moses. It's a real truth. When you have people who don't lead you to a certain truth and reality in life, you become skewed towards one side of life just to make it. Ask 
Ask yourself, those who have made billions, there are some people they can spend $100,000 every day. Do you understand? For 40 years. Do you understand? And their money will not finish. Their money will not finish. They can spend that amount. Yeah. And some people can live for 80 years. They won't see $100,000 throughout the generations of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Main, you see, the, the rise of evil, competition, everything, it's for fame. It's for, it's for, we are jostling for positions to, to be this, to be this. Somebody wants to dress in a certain way. Somebody wants to eat in a certain restaurant. Somebody wants to have a certain name. It's like, you know, that's, that's, that's what's motivating us. The world is busy. Looking for material things. And anytime people share anything about God, his word, they become offended. That's why people kill. That's why people steal. That's why people lie. Just because they want something. I mean, how can you say you want a car? So you see somebody you don't know who is driving a car you like and you take a gun and put it to his head and yes, and take the car. What is a car? What is a car? You want money to travel. Travel. So you, 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 you have somebody who has been a blessing to you or you see an opportunity then you take things to sell and to make money to travel. You see, it is because you have not met the people who matter. And even sometimes when you encounter them, they don't mean anything to you. There are many people who, who hear God's word consistently, but it is almost as if that voice means nothing. And they, they live perpetually in sin without any conscience. Nothing breaks their mind. Their hearts. They don't change. If you don't meet somebody in this life who God sends into your life, you will live for nothing. If perhaps such a person has not been sent, God has given you his word. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou, thou, you will, meditate, you will think about it day and night. Yeah. So that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. You are, you see, you are protected, you are covered. Do you know people take books that are uh, subject books, uh, accounting, law, medicine, whatever subject, and it, conf- it, it changes their lives. And sometimes, somebody, you see, when you see a doctor or whatever profession the person is, it is, it is the studying and, and the practice that brings them into a certain level of faith. How, don't you know and don't you 
understand that when you take God's word, there's also an effect. We, we come from a generation or a background where we don't like reading. Some of you, your parents have never bought a book for you as a gift throughout your life. Book. The only book they will buy is, they say, uh, you are in school, so they should buy a force. But no storybook, no, nothing. As a gift, your birthday, then they will give you a book to read. They don't have books in the house that you can even read. So, you don't have the habit of the culture of reading. That's why the Bible reading is like a laborious task. Some of you, when you finish school, reading is also finished. Yeah. When you see a book, when you when you see a book, you, you have never walked into a bookshop. That's why in Gambia there are, there are less books and bookshops. Yeah. You, you, you say you are a believer. You have, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have fasted. After your fast, then you sew dresses and hit time walk in town. So, so throughout the period of fasting, what were you, what were you fasting for? What, what did you even sit down to think about? And when you finish the fasting, now it's parties, parties, dressing, painting your face like, 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 like a, a caricature, wearing eyelashes that can cut somebody's uh, uh, face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even your children, you are dressing them to walk, to go out. Go out. Go. You call yourself a religious person. You are lost. Hmm. Yeah. Some of you, you are Christians. You celebrate their, their parties and their things that they are doing. You celebrate with them. You, go, you dress with them and go. There are people who are not in church. You will be surprised that yesterday they went somewhere and they couldn't wake up. They couldn't wake up. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have dressed nice, but the head... It's empty. When we open this shell, what is inside is horrible. All you have is your outer shell. Dress, polish your face, polish your lips, down hair long. That can sweep the streets. Where's Amma? Yes. Yeah. 
there is something about life. We have to learn it before we make mistakes. And there are people, because God loves us, he has first of all given us his word. And if you don't respect the word, sometimes there are people God sends because you won't read. You won't pay heed. Yeah. It is not something you desire. You don't ask questions about life. You are, you are thinking about what you will wear. What you will eat. Where you will sleep. And that's how our parents also raise us. There's nothing wrong with it. But it cannot be. The Bible says a false balance is an abomination. Man shall not live by bread alone. But also by everywhere that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's the law. And sometimes your life becomes far better when you expose yourself to knowledge. Even secular knowledge has advantage. That's why I tell you that. You see, if for nothing at all, finish school. Don't be in a hurry to marry. Your your vision is to marry. You are 20, you want to marry. 21, you want to marry. 22, you want to marry. Yeah. Yeah. And and you are you are making a choice for marriage at a time you are not intellectually developed. So what you are choosing is a dangerous choice you are making. But you know you are following your feelings. The way your body responds to the man is enough for you to be convicted that this is the man for you. Yeah. And, and some of the guys too are like that. Yeah. So you see that you see that as we grow and we become wise, we see our foolishness. But sometimes there are some mistakes. You can only sit down and you won't say anybody, you won't tell anybody that you have been foolish. You will tell people that you have experience. Yeah. You will call it you will call it experience. You won't call it foolishness. <laughs> you call it experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can advise your children. You can advise people because, yes, you have experience. (laughs) It's an experience. (laughs) It's an experience, I tell you. We can't deny that that fact. That's how it is. You have Moses and the prophets. Hear them. When I met Bishop Doug, I was a fool. I was a young man, working, making money, have a car, live in my father's house, proud. They can't correct me. I go and come at will. I have friends I spend my money with. Every evening, we are hanging out. Every evening. I was not ready to marry. Chilling. Making money. 
when we meet, we are talking. Money, talent, this, this, deals. And you have friends who are linking you to things and talent. You know, when you see what is lying ahead of you and the money, you drink more. You see, you drink more. You, you have vim. It's like talent. Oh, man. We should be, we are getting happy now for the future. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But you see, it was foolishness. But when you are young, there are some things you don't think about. Pleasure is more honorable to you than wisdom. Then somebody took me to church. Then I listened to the preaching. Something happened to me and, and I began to change. You see, I was also asking myself questions because everybody asks questions about life. Sometimes you can find yourself in certain circles and you are moving on and maybe things are falling in, as we say, in pleasant places. You do this, it works. You pass here, it works. You can see Chale in the next five years. I'll be driving this car. I'll be doing this. I'll be no, I'll be no, Chale. You, you are happy inside, but you just control yourself, you know. I tell you, it's a nice feeling. But you ask yourself questions about life. Because you see, God, uh, he reaches to us regardless of what you believe in. Because he created you for a reason and for a purpose. And there are some things you even know before anybody says to you. That's why we know good and we know evil. But oftentimes, we, we silence, we, we deny our spirit and our souls from flowing with what God wants us to do. And we follow the flesh and carnality. Yeah. So when I started hearing God's word, it started appealing to me that, look, be careful. Because, you know, even before anybody had said anything to me, any preacher, any pastor said anything, I used to hear God speaking to me and telling me, if you don't change, you will die. And I was quite, I didn't, I, I, don't, I didn't share it with anybody. Yeah. I, I knew it was God. It was only God who was telling me that. I knew it. If you don't change, Sandra, I look at their friends. Then I say, these people, eh, if I move with them for the next 10 years, what will I be? Yeah. I started to analyze. You, you see, when, when they are talking, and they are talking about the future, they are talking about politics, they are talking about women, they are talking about business. You see, God had also come through and was asking me questions about my life. And I realized that I don't need them. But it's, it's difficult to move away from people. It's difficult to. Sometimes, one of the reasons why some people can't change is because they can't change their friends. Yeah. Can't change. You struggle. And these friends, eh, you have pleasure with them. But you see, the rich man, when he died, 
with all the fun that he had and the people he was chilling with, he came only to answer for himself and he found himself in a place of torment. And what was important to him after death, he realized that it was not about enjoying life, but by hearing this truth about the end. Because I'm sure he was influential amongst his people. But he didn't find it expedient to talk about. How many rich people talk in humility about life and the fear of God and serving God? They despise people who offer themselves to God. They talk about us as if we are competing with them for money and for material things. And when they see that we have some of the things they have worked for, they call us thieves. So they speak and take your heart away from hearing such people. That's why the rich man said that, let somebody from the dead go because I know my people. Yeah. 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 You hear preaching. You hear people saying the truth, but you won't won't believe it. And when by the grace of God, you meet somebody who says things that convict you to serve God, to change. Don't joke. Don't joke. So when I started listening to Bishop Black, I said, hey, it's like God is speaking through him to me. Everything that I was afraid of and I was hearing he was telling me. Anyway, he doesn't know me. I knew it was God. Well, some of you, as I speak, eh, you will know that it is God who is speaking to you. But the spirit of stubbornness, you have the law, you have the prophets, you will not listen. You have no honor for people who serve God. Yeah. But that's why, you see, you, some, there, there, I have friends who, because of their desire to do politics, they have godfathers that they relate with and sponsor and things so that at a certain level, they can also be brought in. And some of them have prospered today, I'm telling you, in positions, parliamentarians, ministers, hey, you come, monies they have, but they are miserable. Yeah, miserable. Because life, it doesn't consist in the abundance of things that one has. Yeah. But you see, when you are poor, you don't have it. You hear somebody talking like this, you say, Yes, man, let's make the money first and then we can see whether, <laughs> can see whether, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. At least, uh, yeah. Anything you have to do, you do just to make money. You see, sometimes, that's why I said, when you are a fool, sometimes you won't know that you are a fool. When you make the mistakes, then you interpret it as experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One beautiful girl. Mother will say, be careful, be careful. She won't hear. 
following some guy. This guy is not serious. This guy is not stable. The guy has money, does everything, takes her on holidays. She didn't listen. Gave birth. Then, after birth, she, he realized, she realized that the guy, he, he see, he's not committed. His mind, his vision is not, he's not somebody who is ready to settle. And she couldn't handle his issues. He was entangled in so many things. So at the end of the day, she had to detach herself from the guy. Ever since that one child, nobody has proposed. Beautiful girl. Your experiences should not be born out of your mistakes. You shouldn't have an accident before you learn. Maybe your leg will be cut. You are driving 120 and you are taking selfie. Or you are chatting. Hmm? Yeah. Some of you don't value people who are important. When you meet somebody who is a politician or an academician, a business person who takes a liking to you and mentors you, you know, and helps you to become exposed and you start to do well, you see that that person becomes your God. And anything that will be said from anywhere, you quash it. It's like, hey, even sometimes you sacrifice respect for your father, for that person, because your father has not given you that privilege. Because you see, the motivation of man is success. And what is what, what do you profit if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul? You don't think about this soul. Because that soul never dies. This body will die. The rich man said, if somebody will rise from the dead, he was dead, but his soul was alive. And it was in torment. He could feel the, the flames. And he was thirsty. How can somebody who is dead be thirsty? Yeah. Because there are components of man that they don't die. They don't rest. The Bible says, blessed are they which die in the Lord, for they rest from their labors. So when you don't die in the Lord, you got no rest, sister or brother. Ah, you see the heat, you will feel it. You see the fear, you encounter it. Yeah. It's like you, you, you can't reconcile with a certain truth and begin to live and make choices. So when somebody is telling you something, you don't, that's why people don't respect church. They don't respect God. It's only when they die that they bring them to the church. Everybody who dies, they want a church to bury them. Because it's like last respects. When you are dead, there's nothing like last respects. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How, how, How do you walk and acknowledge that, you see, this, this, this thing that this man is saying, eh, this is it. My vision when I was growing up was to make money. I tell you. Make money. Hey! I tell you. So all my friends and my contacts and everything was very agendaric. We are moving upwards. And we're going. We're coming small, small. 
Yeah. But I thank God that he came into my life at a time I could have made mistakes. Yeah. I have friends who, if I, if, if I, if I go to them and I tell them of some wild, one guy told me, challenge, if you are not a pastor, we could have done business. Yeah, because now where he is, the contacts and the things that he does. Yeah. 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 If you are not careful, you say, because you can be a pastor and still, challenge, oh, for, oh, for survive, for survive. Got the money, got the money. Yeah. 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 As you are here, some of you, as you are here, who in your life is like Moses or the prophets? I have, that's why I honor Bishop Dark. You see, he has helped me to see value in life. If I die today, Whatever I have materially will not be put in any tribute. The only thing they will say you, you have left behind a wife and three children. Is that not true? What is in my bank account doesn't matter. Number of houses, number of cars, number of travels, number of planes you have sat in, restaurants you have gone to. Designer clothes you have worn. Eh? Perfumes you have bought. Shoes you wear. Even you, they will be af- people will be afraid to wear them. They say, if we wear it, you'll be following us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When people die, they see they, they, they don't put shoes on. They say, when you put shoes. On, on them when they die, they will be walking in the house. So you will hear footsteps of shoes. Co, 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 co. So leave them barefooted so that if they are walking around, you won't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it is just to show you how material things you hold on to or you aspire to have mean nothing. But we don't want to hear such things. Some of you are not ready to hear such things. Not he- ready to hear sad things. You see a woman who insults her husband, useless man. You don't have anything. Yeah? A-, a man who has given you children. There are people who have money. They don't have seed. Blank bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let those who have ears, let them hear. Yeah. Yeah. Your life is with God. And anybody who tells you the truth from the very beginning, hold that person in honor. You see, when you take God's word, let me tell you something. This story doesn't mean that you have to be poor to make it to heaven. Yeah. It, it, it has nothing to do with poverty. It has nothing to do with poverty. David, the Bible says that he died full of riches and honor. 
Yeah. He was a servant of God. He was a servant of God. There are people God prospers. When you work with God, you prosper. When you have it, you see, you realize that the value of what you have is for other people. Mm. That's that's what, the day you are dying. The people who are sharing testimonies, they will talk about the values that you stood for. You died in the Lord, full of love, riches. You have you have given everything that you can you can give as long as you live. Young people. You see, when you see people who are not employed, who don't have a source of income, and they tell you they are busy, they can't come to church. Hmm. Pride doesn't know levels. Poor people sometimes are proud more than rich people. Sometimes when somebody is not enlightened, they can argue with you because, you see, they don't understand. But somebody who understands, when you say one, two, end of matter. So, ignorance can feed your pride. Lack feeds pride. Yeah. And when you are, when you are prideful, you see, you can never receive instruction. To, 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 for Abraham to say, hear Moses, hear the prophets. It means humble yourself. They will say things. You see, there are things that when you hear, it can challenge you and your values. But that's how the truth is. God's word is hard. Yeah. Because this life, eh, there is deception in this life. I mean, just imagine African presidents who have had billions of dollars. When they die, they die like chicken. Mobutu was buried like some chicken. Look at Gaddafi's end. Saddam. Mubarak ruled for years. It's like you are nothing. Because, you see, when you die, it's, 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 it's finished. Yeah. It's finished. And everybody will come to that point. No matter how great the world thinks you are. Or how you even think of yourself. Yeah. There's wisdom in this word. Some of you, if you are serious and you follow God's word, you follow what we say, you will prosper and be humble. Yeah. God, you see, we, we have not been gathered by God to make us poor. No, no, no. That's not God's covenant with us. The covenant that God had with man was be fruitful, multiply, replenish, have dominion, subdue. All these things show that it's like you are supposed to be great. And when, when you understand how to work with God, 
whatever you have, at the end of the day, it goes on to generations after you. It goes on to generations after you. How do we come into honor? Three points. Then we are finished. The message is finished. I've spoken enough. So let me give you three points. All in the scripture. Yeah. Number one. Have value for the word of God. Don't, don't wait to be told to read the word of God. That means you don't respect it. If you are going to do exams and they tell you, somebody has to tell you to study, you, you, you are a failure. Do you understand? If there are some people that are going to do exams, you have to force them to study. Meanwhile, the exams is for the advantage. The questions will be, they are going to answer. It's not you. We will account for our lives, ourselves. And our account will be based on how we live for God or did not live for him. That's why you take that word yourself and learn it. Learn of me. This book of the law, Joshua 1.8, shall not depart out of thy mouth. Because it is like when you speak, this is what you have to say. When you are talking and you are thinking of the future, let God be in it. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. See, people have billions and whatever of dollars or euros or whatever rich. But you see, some of them, they will die and they will realize that they've, they've met the rich man that Jesus Christ was talking about. And they will become preachers. And they will also be saying that, uh, uh, go and tell my brothers, go and tell my workers, go and tell my, my CEOs, go and tell the people who are there because they are like me. There's no place in their heart for God's word. And when you don't have a place in your heart for God's word, you can't receive a servant. One of the reasons why many of you don't respect what we say is because you don't respect the word of God. We don't speak our mind. We speak the mind of God. I fell in love with God's word and I knew that if I don't change and I don't give myself to Christ, I will die. And when I came to the church and I heard the preacher preaching, I said, this is God's servant. He's telling me the same things that God has said to me. There's no difference. Yeah. So it was easier for me to accept him. So number one is how to honor a prophet. Have value for God's word. And then number two, have value for God's servant. Have value for God's servant. See, many people sometimes criticize us. And you people, you, you, you worship Bishop Dark. Nobody in this church, nobody in this denomination, nobody worships him. We have value for him. Do you know that people, they, people worship footballers? Go to the stadium and see. Uh, 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 they've tattooed themselves. They've done uh, banners, huge ones. Eh? With the names of these guys, pictures. You are our savior. You, are, you, you, you can't believe. 
They are singing throughout the match. They are mentioning the person's name throughout. Yeah. Yeah. The world worships these people who give them nothing in return. Yeah. They idolize them. They've trained their children to like them. Do we see our pastors and ask for autographs? Yeah. 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 But you see, when we listen to somebody and we start to become better and we can testify that me, if I had not listened to me, I don't think I will be a good husband. I'm telling you. My wife is saying she wouldn't have married me. It's true. Because Charlie, she couldn't, she can't handle the way I was. Because mm. even now, it's still work in progress. We have not finished. Yeah, it's work in progress. Ask her. We are still in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you see, there are people with value. When I hear Bishop, there is nothing my wife will report me about when it is said. End of fight. End of argument. There's no argument. It makes me a better person. You say, I want a husband like Bishop Eddie. You want a husband. You see, if you want a husband like me, receive a father that I also have who has changed me. Because you can also become like me. I'm not special. When I became a pastor in my area, people were surprised. My, fa- my, my father's friend, he said, when he heard that I was a pastor, he shouted, Mr. Botre's son is a pastor. The church is finished. I'm sorry, they go. The church is finished. Yeah. This boy is a pastor. No, 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 no. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. You see, and I became a pastor because you see, I received somebody who, who had value in my life and I mentored my life like him because I didn't want to be a pastor. I wanted to do business and all my friends had contacts and links. Look. Hey, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have value. What? What? See, there are some people when they speak. When I hear Bishop, my heart is for God's work. Because I know that when I push you, eh, listen to me. When I push you to understand that irrespective of whatever you are doing, may I pray that it's not everybody who should preach. No. It is so everybody. God said to Israel, I, I, his desire was that you become a kingdom of priests. It meant that, that's Exodus chapter, I think, uh, f- and, uh, 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 Exodus chapter 5 or something. I'm not too sure. That you, uh, you may become a kingdom of priests. His desire was everybody in Israel should serve me in whatever capacity. A priest is a servant. So you can offer something with your life, your time. Do you understand? I said Exodus, not Zachariah. I don't know why you are in Zachariah. Yeah, Exodus 19, 5 or something. Or 3, one of them. 6. Yeah, 19. Yeah. Everybody.
Daddy, yeah, my desire. You see, every, whatever you are doing, find space to serve God. You will see that if it is business you are doing, you will profit and do well yeah. in that business. Yeah. God is not, he's not designed that everybody will come and preach. If you, all of you come and preach, who will pay my salary? <laughs> yeah. How will my wife be happy with me? And my children be happy with me? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You are not happy. You want you don't want to hear these things. Some of some of you are, are you, you use your money to bet. You see? You bet. You 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 buy uh, 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 sports paraphernalia, you subscribe to things and pay and, and give your monies to people. What you give to the church cannot match what you spend outside. When you see a footballer who can buy a car, $560,000, and leave it for six months, yeah, and have a collection of cars worth $6 million. Yeah. Yeah. As if they are, yeah, toy cars. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. You are fooling them. You are fooling them. If I have $560,000, the land and the church that we will, we will build. Hey! The land and the church that will. When you're sitting, you sit in, you, you will be happy. I will make the church that. You would like to leave your house and come to church. Yeah. Because you don't give. That's why the, you are in the heat. <laughs> We are all sweating here. Cynthia says it's hot. She wants to sit by the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, are, we are getting there. I want you to do well. You see, because listen, when we believe and understand our role and our purpose in life, naturally, eh, you, 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 everything you have, you, you give to God without grudge, without argument. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, it, it, it's about the things you value. You don't value God's word. You don't value God's servants. I have no church members. I had a friend who gave a certain amount of money to a politician. And the guy didn't win. He, he supported the guy to win with the mind that, look, if the guy wins, something will happen. Something will happen. Then the guy didn't win. Charlie, then his walking changed. I have a friend who gave a car, new car that he had bought to a presidential candidate. Yeah. Now they are set up. Are you sleeping? Are you all right? Yeah. A fresh car, he gave it to a presidential candidate. And the guy, the first election, he didn't win. Second one, he did. Up to today, my friend is prosperous. Cars are not a problem. Yeah. If people can even do things for human beings and will be remembered, God says, 
You see, he, he will not forget. He is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Yeah. But you see, it is foolishness to some people. When you tell a rich man to give a thousand dollars to the church, you see, these pastors, they are really thieves, you know. They are really thieves, you know. They don't know how we, 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 we make the money and, and they just call us to give. But he can give it to, he can give 10,000 to a girl. A girl. Yeah. Buy a car. $50,000 for a, a small girl. Who doesn't respect her mother because of what the man is doing? And he, he doesn't find anything wrong with it. His conscience is seared. Yeah. 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 I have a friend. Look. His father, he was over 70. They had all married, moved on, left the house. He was the man was living alone. One day he called. He was weeping. He had gone to take a young girl. And the girl came in as a sweet lover. Daddy, do you need this? Do you need that? I'll do that, do that. And he started to spend, 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 spend. <laughs> Before he realized, the girl knows everything and everywhere that he keeps his things. And she took what she wanted and vanished. A grown-up man. <laughs> If I find that girl, you will find her where? You will find her where? <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. Hey, our time is up. It's enough. We are going home. <laughs> Number three. That's our third and our last point. How to honor God's servant. Share what God has placed in your heart with people. You see, the rich man, when he was in hell and he encountered Abraham, he became wise then he realized that what is important for his family people or friends was for them to know the truth. And it wasn't like he didn't know it all. He didn't value it when he was alive. What you don't value, the people you don't value, what they stand for, what they say, you never repeat it. Anywhere. When you are an employer, I have employed people before. Up to today, my people are grateful to me as a boss, not because of salary I paid them or whatever favor I did for them, but I led them to Christ. I, I, gave, I, I said, what, you, what is important for your future is not the money I give you at the end of the month. It is nothing. It is your life with God. So when people, when people come into your life at whatever point, whatever business you are doing, lead them to God. Amen. If you are a politician, 
be godly. If you are godly, you won't f- follow sacrifices that people do. And, and, and people will be afraid to even come to you to suggest things that you should do. Because the world is filled with evil. When you don't stand for certain values, you will fall and do things that will take your heart away from God. And you see that you have lived your life and done things you, you shouldn't have done. Then you are now sharing your experiences. What experience is that? One day somebody came to me and said, your business that you are doing, eh, this business is very wild and you need to put some things under so you get customers and things. Yeah. You see, if you don't, you want to make profit, don't you? If you meet somebody who comes to you and says, I'm, I'm going to help you to make sales and make money. If you are not careful, you will readily welcome the person. But you see, I believe in God's word. And I have a pastor. If I have a problem, I go to the pastor. Why should you come and see me through the window and tell me you want to do something for me to profit? I shunned him. He, I said, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't, you don't know who you are talking to. I don't go there. I don't do such things. Go away. He said, no, it's not any evil thing. No. It's some scripture, uh, some things that we know that we use and we say, hey, brother, you know, I know where you are coming from. No, yeah. Your sacrifices perish with you. I'm not going there. Take a stand. Hallelujah. Speak. People used to call me. Oh, Osofo, they, I'm, I'm doing business. I'm running a business, but they call me Osofo. They don't call me boss. Yeah, you, you are coming to, to see a pastor. There are some things you can't, you can't say. A brother got a job. High level job. They told him, you know, this job, you need, you need a mistress. Married though, young guy, married. Married. Christian brother, they told him, you need a mistress. You know what I mean? To be traveling, yeah. Because there are some places, it's not your, your wife, escort. Yeah. And you see, many people fall for it. You see, some of you are shocked. You haven't reached some level, so you won't understand. You, as you are sitting here, you are, hey, can somebody say that? They say it. Yeah. yeah. They travel. They are, they, they are agencies that train these girls. One guy went for a seminar. High level seminar with government officials, whatever. They went to sleep in a hotel. That night after dinner, somebody came to knock. A lady, beautiful girl. Hi, are you this? Yes, I'm supposed to be with you. What am I you are supposed to be with me? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Yes, it means that I'm supposed to be with you. <laughs> we are supposed to spend the night. Said, no, I, I can't do that. The following morning at breakfast, the, and he was a young guy in the midst of grown-up men, so-called honorable men. And they were sitting at breakfast, and they, were, they started, hey, I hear yesterday when the lady came, you turned, look, these things, you have to learn it quickly. Oh. Yeah. 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 See, they, are, they are influences. They are influences. Hmm. Yeah. Influences. 
It's enough for today, I think. Three things. Don't forget. You see, you only come into honor when you have value for God's word. When you have value for God's servant and you share these values, the word, and you talk about, you know, politicians talk about people who have mentored them. They have respect for them. Academicians, they make references. Yeah. If I talk about my pastor, don't be, don't be offended. Even sometimes children who have honor for their parents, anything, my daddy said, my mommy said. You see, the fact that you don't have a daddy who said and a mommy who said, doesn't mean somebody should say. Because some people have good parents and their values are derived from the values the parents gave. If they, if, they, if they meet you, there are some girls. You can't meet them and sleep with them. Impossible. Take your erection away. Take your lies away. You come and tell me, I, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, I like the way your butt is. Ah. Yeah. So what? Yes, yes, yes. One lady, a guy spoke, uh, so what do you want? Yeah. What, what do you want? Then, then the guy said, I'm just admiring God's, God's creation. Yeah. Admire it and go. <laughs> but you see, some of you, when you hear sad things, then it's like rainwater in your head. <laughs> it's dripping. <laughs> Can I have your number? Okay. I like it. One lady, she has a number in her head. When you ask her for a number, she'll give you the number. Immediately you call. Out of reach. That's all. <laughs> Out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. It is God's blessing to make us great. You see, if God can make you great, you always have people you refer to who have helped you. Yeah. And such people, we hold them in honor. We are blessed as a church because of the type of father we have. And I will stand any day in my life and honor him. Even me, even me, look at me. There are people who make references to me. Oh, you said this to me. You said that to me. I mean, one day some guy shared a testimony with me. I was surprised. I said, really? Did I say all this? I don't remember. But he remembers and it has changed him and he's being grateful. And he gave me money to say thank you. And do you think I shouldn't collect it? Hey. Yeah. 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 So is it when you have value for people, give. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, even, look, you can have a boss. Eh? Some of you can work with somebody and it's not about the money the person gives you. It's what you learn. But some people don't see. I had a brother, he got a job. I said, this man that you are working with, eh, what you can learn from him will change your life. Don't think about money. And he heard and listened to me. Today, he has never forgotten yeah. how that person has been a blessing to yeah. him. It's not about money. So, if he wants to honor him, nobody should stand somewhere and say anything. One brother told his wife, the day I'm going to give money to my mother and you talk, 
That's the end. Because you see, what he went through with his four brothers without a father and a mother suffering to raise them up. They never were sacked from school for uh, not paying school fees. People who had parents, who had father and mother couldn't pay school fees. His, his mother paid their fees ensure that at least they, they were brought up in a proper home yes. with values. Yes. If he has married you and he has, pros- he has prospered, I'm telling you. He says, my mother, my mother doesn't need money. All my brothers, everybody has prospered. And we have, we have said we have invested in our mother. We've given her a house. We've given her a car with the driver we pay. She doesn't need money for anything. But occasionally, we just bless her. Because when they give money to their mother, do you know what she does? She gives it to other people. She supports other people. Then she's going, he's going to give money to the mother. And you know, when you get up, you are signing check for this. You are a witch. You don't know what honor is. You are stopping me from honoring somebody who doesn't need my money. But I need that person's blessing. When I stand in front of you as your pastor and I say, I'm going to give Bishop Dark an offering because he has been a blessing. He will never ask me for money. He has never. He will never ask any church member for money. But when I give him money, do you know what he does? He looks after other people. Go and see the church he pastors. The people he has sent to school. He is paying school fees outside the country. They are doing doctor uh, medicine. They are doing law. They are doing other professions. He is paying their fees from where? From his money that people like us give to him. He's a good father. One day, if you sit under his feet and there is a problem, he will help you directly. And when we are honoring such people, you see the witches and the wizards. Eh, you people, you have been indoctrinated. They, they are collecting your money to live large. And you see your footballers, how they live. It's an insult to you, to your pride. Somebody who is paid $400,000 a week. He's playing two games. Yeah. And then he plays 45 minutes. He's bored that his friend didn't pass. So he's angry. He's walking on the field. And your heart is beating because he's not scoring. Your heart, your, your palpitations and your pressure is coming. And the following week, you pay again and go and watch him. $40. 40 pounds. Go and watch him and sing uh, and come home. Cry. They did the score. They did the score. They did the score. <laughs> yeah. You are honoring people who have no honor for you. And me, I'm honoring people who have honor for me. Who have value in my life. And if you understand it as a church, I tell you, never lose out on it. Ha! Yeah. Look. It's a cool message, so let's go home. It's a cool message. Yes. Yeah. Understand it. When you see, when you honor people, you also receive honor. When you learn it, some of you you don't even know how to say thank you to your mother or your father. You have a foolish boy that is celebrating their birthday. You go and order cake with your friends, eh? And then bring the cake to him, eh? As he's eating your cake and taking the pictures, he's going to see another girl after the, that. Yeah. Then when is your mother's birthday? You won't, you won't organize your friends to go and surprise mommy with a birthday cake. 
You wake up in the morning and say, Mommy, happy birthday. We love you. Then you go out. Then you are asking, Mommy, today what are you doing? Eh? You have no, you don't understand it. There's no shame. There's no shame. I'm teaching you to have values. Yeah. When you learn it, you do it for people who also give value to you in so many ways. Some of you, you have a boss. Your foolishness and your boss has covered you. There are some people, eh? When they start working three months, they should be sacked. But their boss keeps you for two years. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then, you have the nerve to criticize him. There's no honor for him. Yeah. You don't understand it. Then you come to church and come and stand in front of God. Oh, Lord, you are beautiful. Your face is all I see. You seek what? You seek what? Hey! In fact, it's enough. It's enough. Lift up your hands. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands, stand to your feet. Speak to the Lord. Pray that you'll be a child. You'll be a servant of God. Who receives honor because you honor God's word, God's servant. And you honor what God wants you to do. That's how it is. Life is supposed to be like a mystery. But you see, the things that are mysterious have been explained and revealed. And when you do it and you, you are different, that's what becomes a mystery to others. But to you, it's not a mystery. The truth is revealed. Christ is revealed. There are principles and values people live on and prosper. Even in difficult en- en- environment, there are people who do well. Even in poverty-ridden places, there are people who do well. What is the difference? It's because there are things they do and apply that you will not do. You will not. We have no excuse for our failure. Pray to God that you come into honor one day. But it's only when you understand to have value for God's word, to have value for God's servants, and to share what God has placed in your heart with people. Lift your voice, speak to the Lord. Ask for help. Something has to change in your life. Something has to be reversed in your life. Something has to differ. Yes. There is nobody who opens himself or herself up to God and walks in lack and ignorance. The more we love God's word and the more we love his servant and the more we share, the more we grow. The more you become better. The more you see value and understanding and your choices are godly and they enrich you and enrich the people who are also around you. One day you won't be like this rich man who lived carnally 
and enjoyed life but had regrets. What happened to Lazarus? All he knew was to believe God even when he was not well. Even when he was hungry. Yeah. How come you come into a blessing and you forget? Solomon said, don't make me poor that I will forget you. And don't make me too rich. He said, don't make me poor that I will bring shame. And don't make me also too rich that I will forget you. There's the deceitfulness of accomplishment. I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. I'm okay. You shut yourself to every wisdom and every fear of God. Pray against that day. Pray that you will not come into the deception of developed worlds where they, 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 they don't need God to make provision for them. They need their governments. They don't need the fear of God. They will take away anything godly because they don't see what God has done for them. Yeah. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Give us grace to walk as children who value your word. Children who value your servants. And children who share what we treasure and value. We thank you. We bless you. I see somebody's heart being lifted up in glory, in beauty, in a certain truth and is in a certain enlightenment and understanding that takes away wasted years. For what shall it profit you if you have everything? But you find out at the end of it that you were wrong. You didn't live right. There is a way that seems right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of destruction. Or the end thereof are the ways of death. Let it not be that at the end of it, then you see. I want to know it now. I want to understand it now. I want to live it now. Let it be the grace that God gives us. Today. And forever. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every eye closed. Everyone standing. Nobody moves for now. If you are here, somebody invited you. Or you came on your own. And you want to say, Pastor, help me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want you to lift up your hand. You want to, me to pray with you and give yourself to the Lord. You want to surrender to the Lord this morning. Somebody brought you or you came on your own. Whichever way. Lift up that right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift it up. I want to pray with you. Somebody feels like being led to pray this morning. Yes. Lift up that hand. There are some of you. Lift it up. Yes. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to move from where you are. Come and stand in front of me. I want to pray with you. Come here. Come and stand in front of me. God bless you. God bless you. Stand here.
pray with you and I want you to repeat these words with me and I want the congregation also to join. Say, Heavenly Father I thank you for today. I believe with my heart that you sent Jesus into my life to come and love me, die for me, shed his blood to wash my sins. I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior and I receive forgiveness of all my sins through the blood that he shed for me. From today, my sins are forgiven. From today, I belong to you. From today, I'm a child of God because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to be faithful until the end. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.